Section twenty four of Good Morning, Boys and Girls by Reverend Thomas J. Hosty. The Slippervox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Walking on Stilts. Good morning, boys and girls. Have you ever walked on a pair of stilts? Judging from the look on your faces, I strongly suspect that many of you don't even know what stilts are. Come to think of it, you don't see much stilt walking nowadays, so perhaps it would be a good idea if I explained to you what stilts are. Stilts are long, narrow, wooden poles, about eight feet in length, with flat bottoms. About three or four feet from the bottom, another small square piece of wood is nailed to each of the poles. This piece of wood is just wide enough for a person to stand on. So far, so good. But now comes the actual stilt walking. You place the stilts up against the fence, where you can get your balance, and then you stand on the two little pieces of wood that stick out from the poles. But the walking isn't easy. As you walk around on the stilts, it is difficult to keep your balance. In fact, it takes quite a bit of practice before you can walk around without any danger of falling. I am sure that you can imagine the fun you can have if you master the art of stilt walking. It makes you feel like a giant because you're about eight feet tall when you're on the stilts. When you go to the circus, you always see some of the clowns walking on stilts. The stilts, of course, are covered by the very long trousers which the men wear. The next time you see any clowns about ten feet high walking around the circus, you'll know that they are walking on stilts. One time at a big ice skating show, I saw something that was even more unusual. I saw a man and a woman wearing ice skates dancing on stilts. When I was your age, all the boys used to try their skill on stilts. I remember one of the first times that I wore them, I really scared my mother. She was working in the kitchen, and I walked up and looked through the window. She was awfully surprised to see me, because she couldn't figure out how I could possibly be looking in at her, since her kitchen window was about eight feet above the ground. She lost no time in opening the window to see what was holding me up. Did she laugh when she saw what I was standing on? And I laughed, too. But she quickly stopped laughing, and so did I, when she discovered that I had been using her clothes poles for stilts. There is something wrong with walking on stilts if your mother and father allows you to, but you do have to be careful in learning to walk on them. There is a lesson, though, which we can learn from stilt walking, and it is this. Don't be a stilt walker who walks without stilts. That sounds like a strange sentence, I'm sure, but let me explain what I mean. Some boys and girls walk around with their noses way up in the air, as though they were a lot better than anyone else. They think that they're smarter than anyone else, or cuter than anyone in the whole room. If sister balls them out in class, or if they don't get really good marks on their report card, or if they aren't given a very good part in the school entertainment, or if they can't be one of the stars on the room basketball or baseball team, or if they can't be the one to crown our blessed lady in the May procession, they resent it very much. They are what I call stilt walkers without stilts. They are guilty of one of the seven capital sins. Who can tell me what sin it is? Yes, I guess it's pretty clear. They are guilty of the sin of pride. Please notice I didn't say that it was wrong to wish for all those things I mentioned. It's perfectly all right to want to get the best marks in the room, or to be very good-looking and popular, or to be the best athlete in the school. But it's a completely different thing if you always go around trying to give everyone the impression that you are the best in everything, and if you keenly resent any attention which is shown to anyone else. If it hurts you to hear some other boy or girl praised, that's a pretty good sign that you are at least a little bit guilty of the sin of pride. Pride is a sin that can have some terrible consequences. Look at Lucifer, the devil himself. It was the sin of pride which led him to revolt against God. And what a terrible punishment he and all the other proud angels received, the everlasting punishment of hell. 
Look what happened to Adam and Eve because of pride. Because Eve was proud and wanted to be like God himself, knowing good and evil, she gave in to the devil's temptation and disobeyed God. And because she was too proud to take the blame alone, she got Adam to sin too. What a price you and I and all of the sins of Adam and Eve have had to pay for their pride. Do you know that if Adam and Eve had not committed their great sin, we probably wouldn't even have to have schools? You would have learned everything just by looking at a thing once, without any effort on your part at all. Down through the long history of the human race, the great sin has always been the sin of pride. Most of the troubles which afflict the world today are the result of the sinful pride of men. Dictators like Stalin and Tito, I could mention other names too, are proud men. They are so proud that they are not satisfied unless they rule the world. But you and I must be different, unless we want to be known as hypocrites. A hypocrite is a person who pretends to be something which he is not, in order that people might respect and praise him. We are followers of Jesus Christ, and Christ said, Learn of me, because I am meek and humble of heart. Being meek and humble of heart doesn't mean that you have to make a doormat out of yourself for other people to wipe their feet on. It doesn't mean that you have to go around pretending you are a dope of some kind. It simply means that you recognize yourself for what you actually are, and your talents for what they really are, and then act accordingly. If, for example, you're smart in school, realize that your talents are not your own, but that they have been given to you by God for a good reason. Make the most of them. Thank God for them. Use them as well as you can. Never, never look down on other boys and girls, because they are not as smart as you are. Perhaps God has given them some other gift that is equally good. I know one old missionary priest who made the statement, based upon many years of experience with people, that the gifts are pretty equally divided. We'll realize that on Judgment Day. I know that there are some stilt walkers without stilts in our school. There are some in every school. At one time or another, most of us have been guilty of stilt walking in one form or another. Let's all ask our blessed Lord this morning, when we receive him into our hearts in Holy Communion, to help us be on guard against ever stilt walking without stilts. End of section 24